welcome to episode 28 of the Avatar Hour podcast, your ultimate companion podcast to the world of Avatar. I'm Andre. And I'm Kayla. And we have a very, very last minute, very special episode. But before we get into that, we want to warn you guys that this podcast will be mentioning spoilers for Avatar The Last Airbender, Legend of Korra, and probably Rise of Kiyoshi. However, you are free from spoilers regarding the sequel novel, The Shadow of Kiyoshi, as well as any Avatar universe comic books. Okay, let's get into it. That's so, out of the way. A lot has just happened in the past <laughs> couple hours. We were not meant to record tonight, um, but we had a lot of news come out in the last couple of days. Like, and... we literally had no news for, like, weeks. We had, like, a trickle of news. You know, we had, yes. like, the calendar or the mm-hmm. role-playing game, which is super cool. And then all of a sudden today, like, I get a text from Andre, like, all ex- all caps, like, <laughs> I was like something Yo, happened. Fu-? Like, okay. So we're going to talk about two things today. It's probably not going to be an hour long, although it might be, we'll see. Um, so we want to address um, some of these rumors that have come out about the live action Avatar series on Netflix. So the Illuminati.com posted an article and it blew up. Everyone on Twitter was literally losing their shit over it because there were some things in the article that got a lot of people riled up. Um, the the least controversial controversial thing on in this article was the um, the the show has apparently found a new showrunner in Albert Kim, and he got his start as a writer and editor for Sports Illustrated, uh, Entertainment Weekly, and I believe he was also a writer on um, Sleepy Hollow, I think, um, and also on ESPN Hollywood, whatever. Um, so I try to look it up, try to see if he posted anything on his Twitter or anything, nothing on his Twitter, nothing on his IMDb. So that's kind of up in the air. Um, and like I said, that's the least controversial thing that was in this article. Um, mm. The big thing that got a lot of people talking was allegedly, allegedly they are aiming to change um, Katara's age in the live action series from 14 to 16, which would make Sokka the younger brother and, that would also include a four-year age gap between Aang and Katara. Now, I want to go at this at a different angle. Let's pretend that this came from a credible news source. Kayla, how do you feel about this change? I'm not really a fan of it. Um, I mean, that kind of changes the dynamics of uh, the show a little bit, with especially with Katara and Sokka's relationship, I think. I think it would, possibly. But, I mean, a lot of the things that's prevented me from really, like elaborating more on this and just like i i don't this doesn't look like a good source to look at and honestly it came to seem kind of like a stupid idea to be honest like what's like out of all the things to change the show why the ages it seems know? unnecessary doesn't it like yeah i'm like are you I'm like i mean was it some sort of gross hollywood of you know thing with like uh you know trying to get you know you know like like hypersexualizing teenagers for instance and children that uh, tends mm-hmm. to happen like I, I I mean that's the that's like one of the things that kind of grossed me out of the thought of it. But I'm like, at least it's I mean it's just like it doesn't really come from a credible source. So again, it's kind of preventing me from like elaborating like further on how I feel about this. And I hope to God it's not true. <laughs> I hope. Well, to yeah. God. I mean, I don't think it I, will. You would think that of all the people to change the age. I mean, like Aang would probably be like, I guess the least. I mean, it's it would still be controversial because like his like boyish charm and his youth is a very big part of his character. But if they made Aang 12, uh, uh, if, if they made him 14 instead of 12, I feel like, okay, like whatever, like I probably wouldn't make such a big deal about it, but 
this seems i mean yeah apart from the character thing uh and the how it would change that up in the dynamic it just seems unnecessary and stupid um but luckily never fear this probably is not true um the illuminati is not a reliable source at all and i i'm getting deja vu and flashbacks to august when like fandom.com or something posted an article about similar changes aging up the characters making it darker adding sex and whatnot and it looks like the people who wrote this article sort of like bounced off of that and Mm -hmm. made it even more controversial so i mean here's the thing we have not heard anything about this series for a very long time and i'm sure the people at the illuminati know that it's a very hot button issue and a lot of people are very um either mixed or angry even about the live action adaptation so i mean it got them a lot of clicks and it did get a lot of people riled up but i saw a lot of people like it it was like trending on twitter for like hours people on tiktok were talking about it i'm just like it's just a rumor it's just a rumor like it should have been put in the article this is just a rumor it came off as very factual but it again didn't tell us where they got this what uh, who they talk to to talk about this like there's no like links to like other you know sources or anything and so I actually know. i just did a little digging into like the person who wrote this and like this person does have a linkedin and does say that they uh that you know um that they work for the illuminati and like they have like other jobs listed but there's no profile picture on linkedin that's the only thing i could find about this person right now that wrote and even it's that article. is sketchy. I remember the the art, art the article from August that we talked about didn't have a credited author, so that's why we were very much like, okay, this is probably not true. Then exactly, Cause, I mean, I, why wouldn't she credit the author? Yeah, here's the thing. I took some media literacy classes. I'm a journalism student, so I straight up had to learn this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so it's just gonna pass on some of that knowledge again, in case y'all yeah. forgot my first mini lesson that I gave back in August about this mm-hmm. issue. Uh, check to see if there's an author. Most sites, most credible sites, will have an author's contact information or previous work. I mean, you can see previous work of this person, but like if you look up the author's name on Google, something should come up under them. Uh, you know, Instagram or anything, or you know, even like an option to email that person. That's usually available on credible sources. Um, yeah. And you know, of course, like it's it hasn't said like according to Nickelodeon, this person is. Uh, you know, uh, confirmed and has like a link to like, and usually would have like a link to like a press release or something like that, you know? So there's like, you got it. Like you got to, you know, got to pay attention to this stuff. Guys. <laughs> yeah. On, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, we have to pay attention. But on the other hand, we, we're never like taught this shit in mm-hmm. school or anything. And it is very easy in the, in the digital age to just take everything at face value. But yeah. again, it's because avatar and especially this live action series is heavily controversial already especially since the creators left and that's what spurred on that that article back in august No, exactly it's real easy for up-and-coming news sites quote-unquote or entertainment news sites to just make up shit to get clicks it's not unheard of it's happened before so and it is there a chance that this could be actually happening of course it's totally plausible is it likely that it's true Honestly, probably not. Although, you know, it's Netflix. We never fucking know what they're on. Um, (laughs) How much they're on either. But yeah, I just, 
I I wanted to to address that while we were while we were here. But now yeah. let's get to the good stuff. Let's get to like the actual credible news uh, and the outpouring of incredible news that's come out of what happens today yes. on uh, Wednesday, the twenty fourth of February. So I'm just sitting. I've just had dinner and I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see this on my timeline and I literally, I like in a in a a telenovela like clapped my hand over my mouth and gasped because I could not believe what I was reading. So it was announced. I believe this happened during uh, Paramount Plus's uh, keynote where they unleashed their streaming site, or whatever. Um, but it has been announced that Nickelodeon will be creating a new content division branch called Avatar Studios. And Avatar Studios is designed to create original animated series and movies based on Avatar. And not only that, the first project under this studio banner is an original animated theatrical film to begin production this year. What? Yeah. Literally. What? I like I found I didn't find out through Twitter. I was like on my way. I was probably I think I was on my way home from because uh, I'm at a meet right now. I am literally I am not in my regular room. I'm not having my regular setup. I'm literally recording this through the tiny little microphones and my headphones that I bring with me everywhere. Uh, and I'm on my way back from on the bus, and so I get a text from Andre with a screenshot of fandom.com. I think it's like fan. It's like get. It's like whatever the website you found. Yeah. And it was like the. It's like it's like the brought the the you know theatrical film and all that stuff. And like I didn't really see. All I saw was animated theatrical film. And like Andre knew all the text me in all caps. Yeah. Like you know <laughs> it was great. And I'm like what? And yeah. And then we just kind of went back and forth with like all caps for a while. Uh, but then eventually he sent me another screenshot from a variety of like the expansion of the world, the Avatar Studios thing, and I'm like, this is insane. This, oh my I, god! I don't know why I never thought in a million years this would ever actually happen. No. I always thought we would get maybe like a knockoff third animated series from another studio where Bright weren't really involved, but. Uh, Breck is actually attached to this. The OG creators are attached. They are attached as co-chief creative officers, which I, I want to get into that in a minute. I want to go through all the announcements and then I want to talk about what we think will happen. Um, but I think this is great that they are attached. Um, Yay. And it also said that um, the output from this new content division will debut on platforms including uh, Paramount Plus, Nickelodeon's uh, linear and digital platforms, and it's said on third-party platforms and in theaters. I don't know what it means by third-party platforms. I don't know if it means like Hulu or something. Maybe like Amazon? Because I remember I used to watch uh, Last Airbender on Amazon, so... Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the theaters thing is is huge. Like, ima yeah. like imagine a two-hour Avatar theatrical film with the budget of a movie... Like, what in the world would animation. that look like? Come on, great animation. Like, I'm just picturing, like, you know, like, I'm picturing, like, how good the animation Korra got and then, like, upping that up even more, you know, like, upping it away. Like I do hope good. they stick to the 2D animation. I don't. Oh yeah, want... I'm like I do not. I do not want like the. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't really a fan of the Colossus animation. I mean, it's impressive 3D animation in a 2D animation yeah. world, but it, I'm not really a fan of the Colossus's uh, animation. But that's that's something I will get onto later. I don't want it to be like 
the Pixar like 3D CGI animation. But like, how cool would the bending animation be with like even bigger budget? You know? Yeah, I know. I know. Because like Cora's oh bending animation is fucking phenomenal. So like, even more like investment in that. Like, oh. And the fact that it's going, it's going to start production later this year, which means they're already writing it. Yeah. And that's yeah. crazy. Uh, oh, I'm let me so get excited. let me get through the rest of these announcements. Go for I have it. So go many for thoughts. It. Um. I want to read this uh, blurb from the president of Viacom CBS Kids and Family, Brian Robbins. And um, he says that Avatar The Last Airbender and Korra have grown at least tenfold in popularity since their original hit runs on Nickelodeon. And Ramsey, Nato, and I are incredibly excited to have Mike and Brian's genius talent on board to helm a studio devoted to expanding their characters and world into new content and format formats for fans everywhere. Love that. I I do sincerely hope that this is more than just a uh, corporate talk, and that Paramount actually gives Bright the des- the deserved respect and creative control over their thing. I really hope that's the case. Um, I have a feeling that it's, well, considering it's, how the Netflix exit happened, I don't think they want to lose these guys. So that's that. Yeah, that's what I mean. They they've over- I love that Bright. Looking back now. They've set up the precedent of if we're not getting our way in certain areas, we will leave. We don't really need it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm sure it was a difficult decision for them, but they've set up the precedent now. I think they've just had it of, of, of studios not listening to them when it comes to their story. And I feel like they've sent a message now of like, we're creators of this very successful series and you are lucky to have us and if you don't let us have our way especially when it comes to like just the story and everything then we will leave and i i i really think that's a good message like really standing up for creators um it, uh, we also learned that one or more avatar studios uh original shows will be among the 50 original series coming to paramount plus in the next two years um in addition to the animated film that's already announced and then I just wanted to read uh, Michael DiMartino's Instagram post that announced this. Um, he said that Brian and I are returning to Nickelodeon as co-chief creative officers of Avatar Studios to develop new animated projects in the Avatarverse and oversee the franchise. Couldn't be more excited and inspired. Here's our quote from the announcement. Um, it says, quote, it's hard to believe it's been 19 years since we created Avatar The Last Airbender. But even after all that time, there are still many stories and time periods in Aang's world that we are eager to bring to life. We are fortunate to have an ever-growing community of passionate fans that enjoys exploring the Avatarverse, Avatarverse as much as we do. And with this new Avatar Studios venture, we have an unparalleled opportunity to develop our franchise and its storytelling on a vast scale in myriad exciting ways and mediums. Put a pin in that. We are, exci- we are exceedingly grateful to Brian Robbins and Ramsey Nato for their enthusiasm and respect for the Avatar property and us as its stewards. From the start, they've supported our ambitious plans and created a positive, proactive environment for us. We're excited to be back in Nickelodeon where Avatar began, doing what we do best in the biggest way possible. We can't wait to build the great teams and productions to make all of this fantasy a reality. <sighs> so... I want to touch back on their employment as co-chief creative officers because this does not read as they are going to be writing whatever series are coming out. 
I think they are um, exclusively in her supervisory occupation. And I love that because I think that's why the comic books are very, very, very successful is that they've allowed other talented writers to play in their sandbox of Avatar. And they've done it while also managing to keep one hand on the wheel. And that's how they've sort of been able to quality control it. So I think if they do the same with this, I think we're going to get some amazing, amazing shit. Oh, I am like, I am ecstatic about this. It's like, it's what we wanted, but like even better than what we wanted, you know? Like we talked about like what sort of series we'd want to see if there were to be another series of Avatar. Uh, we want, you know, or like talk about like a Rise of Kyoshi adaptation or something like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure we listed a bunch of different things we want to see. But like this is like wildest dreams. Like we get like we have break in creative control. I'm not sure exactly what you know how much creative control, but we still have creative control. You know. Uh, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like I'm like trying to find the words to describe this. Like <laughs> this is made my day. I I honestly was I, I was like trying I was as I was trying to find all the information. I just had to put my phone down and like really sink let it sink in that we are getting more Avatar. Just period. Like, like I mean. We got we have our book we have the comic books and we have the novels and stuff and we love that, but I'm so excited to see like you know more of like its original medium you know and didn't it say like uh, let's see what was it that it's um it's expand developed our franchise and its storytelling on a vast scale in myriad exciting ways and mediums so mediums mm-hmm. what is what what do you think that means have we talked about that yet like. I- this is the thing I and we'll get to what this means for Netflix in a little bit. I it's weird that language just struck me as odd because it implies that they are interested in doing both animated and live action. But I think the longer this debate goes on, I think we're starting to realize that maybe live action is just not the way to go for Avatar. It just hasn't been done correctly yet. Um and maybe this could actually mean animated with a mix of 2D and 3D animation. Like, it could mean a lot of different things. I wonder also if Avatar Studios will come out with some Avatar video games. Like, that could be really cool, you yeah. know? I do say, I, I really want a lot of different stories that aren't just about Aang and Korra, but I feel like this animated film that they're doing is going to be... um adult team avatar i think that's what it's going to be i think they're they're gonna have something that really sends people to paramount plus and i think that's what it's gonna be and i for one will be there (laughs) i want that it's a lot also it's it was just really funny to me because the way that the shelf life for this podcast just like tripled like (laughs) seriously that's that's what andre just texted all caps like you know, uh, it was yeah, it was like exactly like you like you said. I guess yeah, just tripled. And also, just I think one of the funniest things that one of the funniest things though that you uh, you just uh, you texted though during this all caps text conversation that we've had over the news uh, with the OG creators laughing my ass off. They really said fuck you, Netflix. Like <laughs> they did, and let's so let's talk about it now. This it is without ago. a doubt a big middle finger to Netflix. And this is not great for, for the live action series they're doing now. Because if you have the choice between a Netflix live action adaptation and more Avatar, where do you think people are going to go? You know what I mean? Like, I think more people are going to be 
less angry about it and just indifferent and just not worried about what Netflix is doing because we have more Avatar over here. Why would we go to Netflix for some shit that Bryke is not involved in, you know? So I don't, I don't know. I think also the timing of this, this also happened very quickly between Bryke leaving Netflix and this being announced, right? I mean, this is like six months. It's not that far of a gap, yeah. I think, I think they were, once they left Netflix, I think they were approached and was, it was like, uh, what happened? Like, what, what happened to your thing? And they were like, do you want to do this new thing with us? Like, I think that's, that's what happened. But I, I, like I said, I feel very good about Bryke at least having one hand on the wheel. I do hope that um, this will uh, really prop up and give a platform to new talented writers, hopefully more diverse writers. Hopefully we get more queer stuff in Avatar, like explicitly queer stuff. I don't know what the like um like the rating will be like. I don't know if they're trying to stay in the the frequency of Avatar and Korra in terms of like the maturity or they just kind of want to go all out and go everywhere. Um but I don't know. I do think I feel like a Rise of Kiyoshi TV series is in the works. Like it has to be, right? I hope it Like does. that seems fairly obvious. Like, I mean, it's, I think, I mean, the book is phenomenal and the way that it's written and all that stuff, but I would, I would just love to see that in animated form. I want to, like, how the bending is described in the books and stuff like that. Like, I'm seeing certain scenes that I would love to mm-hmm. see animated. And I was, I was watching <laughs> our first two episodes for um, Avatar and I just seeing Kiyoshi and I just got so excited because I was like, damn, I really, really want her to have her own TV show. God, me too. And she was in like a split scene. I was just like, oh, I would just, I would just absolutely like, eat that shit up. Well, with streaming services, well, I'm going to kind of jump on it. I might jump, jump a ship a little bit on the topic. But with some streaming services, like Disney Plus, for example, introduced its first, one of it like, introduced a gay character in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... Personally, I think streaming services kind of have a little bit more freedom with queer representation. So I think that we'll be able to get, if we're going to get some sort of Kiyoshi content, it's going to be queer. Uh, that's what I'm hoping yeah. for, at least. Uh, you know, uh, even if they did, oh God, I just, I hope that they actually do follow forward with queer stuff. Or if they'll do something even smarter. And if they're not planning any more Kiyoshi books, they'll do a continuation yeah. of After Shadow Kiyoshi. Then you would have to go back and read the books to see. I think, oh my God, the streaming wars are, are getting real heated. I mean, this is like a, a clincher for people getting Paramount Plus, right? Like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, I mean, the only thing, the only thing that I've seen, only like with the only like whiffs of Paramount Plus that I've gotten so far is like seeing SpongeBob ads because apparently the new SpongeBob series on Paramount Plus about like SpongeBob before SpongeBob started. Oh, interesting. Like SpongeBob and Patrick and uh, Sandy all as kids at camp. It's like Camp Coral, I think the name of it is. That's the only thing I've ever seen from Paramount Plus. I I do want to give a shout out to Avatar News on Twitter um, because they have actually been saying for quite a while that there are some mumblings in paramount plus about some more avatar content and they have actually gotten a lot of shit from people being like uh no like this definitely isn't happening like where where's the proof like stuff like that um but they rightfully so like this this is actually a thing that's happening um Mm -hmm. so i don't really know i'm just i'm so so fucking excited to see (sighs) what happens and again the fact that whatever this film is going to be production is going to happen this year which means we will get uh, this film in 2022 at the very latest, I think. 
Um, yeah. I'm just I'm also I'm just oh, happy for Bryke. Like this seems yes. like such a great situation for them. Yeah. Like a mat. Like and they they also very specifically said that they are looking forward to creating a team for production. So they are looking to bring in new writers, new creators, new designers, new artists, voice actors, all the all the shit to do more Avatar stuff. And I feel like this is just the logical next step. And it's giving it's giving us what we want. And I am I am just eating it up. I for a long time was not convinced that Bright were ever going to come back because they have talked about how, you know, it was it was three years of Avatar and three or four years of Korra, but that was like sixteen years of our lives. Like at a certain point, as an artist, you kind of want to do something else. So I think they are still holding true to that, but I think they realized, oh, we actually have something here and people are still interested and wanting to see more and i think if the comic books weren't thing if the kyushu novels weren't a thing i don't think this would be happening i think they saw the writing on the wall that the interest is still there especially since netflix put the uh all the boat both animated series series on and it brought more people to the show like i think they finally saw what they could actually do and again i for one can't wait to see what happens and we will of course definitely be covering all of that shit right here on avatar hour yes it's gonna be so fun oh my god i can't wait oh it's like the best news i've heard all day i am so excited this, yeah the rest of my week is made oh my god i i can't believe that I, I mean i can believe it but like at the same time it's just like this is everything we could have wanted in like our was everything we could have wanted in our wildest dreams. Things we like, oh, this maybe won't happen. It's happening, guys. It's happening. Oh my Would god, okay, want... it's happening. Stay fucking calm. You know, according to the officer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you want more um Korra content? Yes. <laughs> I knew the answer. I to love that the world of the legend of Korra. I love the world of Legend of Korra. I love the integration of bending and technology. Um, you know, how smooth the bending is animated. How, I mean, I'm not just saying quality, but like, you know, just talking about like how different the bending is from Avatar. Like, I want more of it. I want more. If, it, if they can do more Korra, I want more Korra. It deserves more love. And, it does, you know, because considering how the network kind of fucked over Korra, which we talked about in the controversy mm-hmm. of Legend of Korra, if, if they can do Korra justice that like, you know, because Korra had so much potential and it's still a great show on its own, but like there's so many things that they could have done with it if it weren't for a lot of interference going on there. And if they can, if they can do that without like, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about what could happen with like, if they pick up the world of Legend of Korra again with like this Avatar stuff, I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited. God, I hope this happens. <laughs> I personally, I, I would want, um I don't know if I would want another chorus series because i don't want it to or a movie i would even take a core movie you know? no i would take i would actually take a, a core movie that's this is what i was gonna say i i would prefer yeah. the series to branch out from ang and cora but the movies mm. could be one shot movies like just a lost adventure or something like that I, and i would I, w- I would that. want like like a cora like everyone's a little older and they're dealing with a new threat uh, but older enough that it won't 
coincide with what happens in the comics for Legend of Korra. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing. Like, there's the comics are still going, so it'd have to be call it, quite call a bit like, in the future. Maybe, call it maybe a little bit fan servicey, but I would want to. I would want to have. I mean, it sounds super fan servicey and stupid and cheesy as fuck, and I'm gonna say it anyway. I would want to see like older Korasami, and like I want to see them getting married for the love of God. Okay, I of want course, that so bad. I want that so bad. <laughs> of course, of course. I, I, yeah, yeah. And I think it would be fairly easy to bring all the voice actors back, don't you think? Like, I mean, I think from what I've seen from like inter- like the few interviews that I've watched, like they seem to really enjoy it. I mean, uh, Janet Varney voices Cora, absolutely loves Cora still. You know, I mean, they actually did uh, a, a live read of mm-hmm. Turf Wars with uh, Sh- Sachel Gabriel and uh, uh, Janet Varney who voiced Cora and Asami. And um, I think they would totally be interested in doing it. Yeah, and I, I mean, again, the uh, voice actor for Aang is obviously much older now, like in his thirties. Like, I just, just like right there, and I I know in a heartbeat they would come back. I know Dante Bosco would come back in a heartbeat to do more Zuko. Like, it's it's all there. I think they could totally do it. I but I definitely feel like this film is going to be adult team Avatar. I just I feel it in my bones. Oh, God, I hope it is. I mean, it's something that it's something that we wanted. You know, I mean, I know that, that, like, the comics cover, like, kind of immediately after The Last Airbender ended, but, like, we talked about, like, something we want to see and, like, some sort of content about the older gang doing their thing, yeah. helping to rebuild the world, and helping to form a public city. Like, that's something I want to see. Like, oh, my God, yeah. there's so much I want to see. There's so much that could be explored here. Like, this is... <laughs> yeah. I would also, for, in terms of the animated series, I would love for us to complete the cycle and have two more animated series with the earth avatar and the fire avatar. So we can have those four big animated series yes! and that'll be like the elemental, like avatar cycle series. Uh, I would love that. Like imagine like each, so they much. each get three or four books and all the, if they want to do more animated series, they can branch off from there. I would still honestly still love, a mini series that every episode is an anthology and every episode is a different avatar dealing with a different problem. And it's like an hour and it's its own self-contained plot. Like I would absolutely like what a quick way to just delve more into the avatar series. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, this is so. I mean, I know after every point that we make, everything we want to see, it cycles back to. Oh my god, this is so exciting! I can't believe this is happening. It's just the, you know? the possibilities of Are what endless. they could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh uh. my god! It's, you know, this is this is what we've been waiting for. This is like the floodgates have been opened. You know, with the news. Yeah. Like, like I said, we had no, barely anything to pull out. You know, for like. Oh, top and the you know top's metal bending academy is coming out soon, and oh, there's a role playing game that's coming out about Avatar, and oh, there's a calendar. It's just like just fine little nuggets, and all of a sudden, Gold Rush, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, you know, oh, you know. Uh, last thing, and and then yeah, we'll leave. It, but you know what would be a a great idea for? Oh, actually, no. I was gonna say we they could have a film about um the formation of like the Red Lotus, and how they try to steal corn and everything. I was like, oh, that could be a great Team Avatar film, but Aang's already dead. <laughs> I mean, I, I would honestly want to see what Team Avatar was doing, you know, with that, like, you know, considering how much of a role, like, you know, at least I know Zuko and Sokka played in keeping Korra safe in that moment. Like, I 
want to see Team Avatar without Aang though. I, I yeah, as, it makes, as, I know it's gonna, I know it's gonna, I know it's gonna break my heart, but <laughs> as morbid as it sounds, like it would be a cool thing to see. Like, how does Team Avatar move on without Aang? Like, if you started the movie or the series with Aang's death. And they have to go on from there. Like I, I'd be interested in seeing that. Like I think that would be, be very, very interesting. There could be some parallels between, like, uh, you know, like Jinju and Heron, and you know, and Hellsong after yeah, Korok's death, and then you know, Team Avatar after Aang's death. Like I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about like Team Avatar moving on after their friend's death. Like, yeah, I oh. would take more Roku content as well. I mean, we Roku, as far as we know didn't have like a team you know like or did he like that's what i want to know like or you know what's the deal with uncle iroh like a young iroh series okay that's gonna happen we talked about a young iroh series has to we did talk about like how the chance of like like talking about the chance of like exploring iroh's backstory with the potential of it's a live action series Mm -hmm. but uh you know it's yeah. They could Document do his relationship with Ozai, um, how he learns lightning bending, his siege of bossing say. It's all there. It's all fucking there. His relationship even with Even if Uten. it's like a mini series. Even if it's like a even if it's like a mini series, you know, about yeah. Iroh. Just like an Iroh like, you know, five episode series. Like, could you imagine? So much could happen. Oh crazy could happen. Damn. Yeah. Could you even imagine a um an Avatar podcast like it's a series? But told in a podcast. I I'm just thinking, like, to, like uh, they said myriad podcasts. of mediums. Like, yeah, I'm thinking of all the different ways they could do. I was it. wondering I if they would do like an Avatar fiction podcast. You know, like, yeah, the, why know, not? I haven't listened to those style of podcast yet, which I am intrigued by now. That mm-hmm. I, you know, neither have hmm. I. Hmm. Probably well, more books like Rosa yeah. Kiyoshi. Well, hey, if anyone's got any good like narrative podcasts, like it's like a fi- you know the story is like it's a fictional story told throughout, like. Hit us up. I'm curious about this now. Actually, no, I lie. I have heard one serialized podcast thing, Queer Quarantine Radio. It's like an old-timey radio-style thing. I'll talk to you about that later. But anyway. Cool. There's a lot of different things. I'm sorry. We're going off track. Uh, This is amazing. Great news. So much potential that can be explored there. I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. I want to hear from the listeners. What do you guys think will – how will this possibly manifest – in new content i'm really excited um i'm sure kayla is equally excited um and yeah we are going to be monitoring every single thing that comes out of avatar studios um and talking about it in the future episodes ahead um but yeah any last thoughts kayla um it's happening guys oh my god you know just i i don't have anything i'm just i like i have so much to say and at the same time i don't know what to say you know. Whoever manifested this, I would like to personally thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh all right. Well, that's it. We just wanted to come on and just talk about all gush. the crazy shit that just happened. I think it's more like gush, honestly, at this point. Gushing and theorizing. Yes. And... <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm like sure I said, any, anything that comes out about this, we will be talking about in future episodes. Uh, but until then, yeah. All right. We're going to get on out of here. My name's Andre. And I'm Kayla. Goodbye, guys. Mm-hmm.